0: Hey, thanks for tuning in to Supply Chain, the secret sauce of business. For every business, if you don't have a good supply chain, you're missing the secret sauce. This podcast is also on our YouTube channel, Supply Chain, the secret sauce. So if you want to check out the video, please do that. We try to bring you the best in supply chain, the most innovative, the most interesting people. So stay tuned. Well, on today's show, we have a very special guest, entrepreneur. Wow, this woman is an amazing entrepreneur. It's a great product, interesting company. You got to hear this show. It's amazing. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today, a very special guest, Sharu Thomas, CEO of Ox. She's the founder and CEO of Ox, the first human-centered automation tool. She leads a, c- a team of over 45 people. She had a prior experience with wearables and automated systems, which was the catalyst to focus on how humans can be more efficient. Featured on Forbes, New York Times, and other media outlets, Sharu, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Wade. I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: Well, it's great. You know, Ox is a really unique name, and I want to understand more about why you chose that name. But tell me a little bit more and tell the listeners a little bit more about Human Centered Automation. What are you doing and what problems are you solving in the supply chain?
1: For sure. So Human Centered Automation is wearable technology that directs frontline operators through artificial intelligence. So our real goal and vision with Ox is to change the cultural relationship that we have as humans to automation. And I love how you asked what Ox stands for, because truly the operators are very central to our business. Ox stands for operator experience. So we really do care at the fundamental level about the operators at the end of the day. That's the only thing that really matters. Um, But in terms of the problems we're solving, our goals are to really excite, engage and empower the frontline workforce in the hardest challenges that they have during their day to day operations.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And so how many years did it take to to come up with this development? Uh, Kind of tell me a little bit about what went into making what you have today.
1: Yeah. So my background is in wearable computing. Um, I was actually originally a student at Georgia Tech's number one ranked industrial engineering program. And while I was there, I was working with the creator of Google Glass um, on research in the space of wearable technology, supply chain. Um, And I also had a little bit of a background with the supply chain for McDonald's North America, where I was deploying these large scale ASRS systems. And the big takeaway was these systems are really efficient, but they just take a long time to implement because you have to typically change the physical infrastructure of a facility. Um, And so you it takes millions of dollars of investment, many years, and it prompted me to consider, are there other forms of automation that we could leverage that could get us to scale more quickly? And so our technology is the only automation that can be deployed at scale within 12 weeks that offers a payback three times faster than traditional forms of mechanical automation, because it's software rather than physical infrastructure. So yeah, that's that's kind of been the journey so far. We were officially founded when I graduated college uh, in January 2019. So we've been around for a little over four years. We've raised over $16 million in venture funding from best-in-class funds like BBG Ventures, Mac Venture Capital, AOL founder Steve Case's Revolution, um, and quite a few others across the Midwest, um, really all over the United States. Um, So it's been an amazing journey and really grateful, especially for the world-class team that we've put together. You know, executives from exceptional companies, best in class supply chain retail folks, uh, you know, Walmart, NCR, uh, you know, Zebra all over the place, you know, just great, great, great executives and teammates. Um, one of our executives, a former operator from Walmart, where he deployed over a million devices across stores and distribution centers, you know, so just being able to learn from just incredible people. Susan Line on our board, actually, she just joined our board as well. She was the former president of ABC Entertainment, um, CEO of guilt.com as well, and is on the board of directors of GoPro. So I've just been really blessed to be surrounded by such amazing people who just teach me so much every single day. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. What a team. Yeah. And, and you know AI is a hot topic right now, and I'm sure you are capitalizing a little bit on AI. Can you talk a little bit about how you use AI to optimize?
1: For sure. So I'll tell you a little bit about the as-is and the to-be. So in the as-is state, a lot of operations are, you know, they're in their warehouse management or order management systems. They're exporting orders from CSV to Excel in some sort of effort to prioritize them. And then once they're in those formats, they'll print out hundreds upon thousands of pieces of paper to assign a particular operator to a high priority task, for example. And then when the operators are on the floor, they're leveraging devices that are 10 to 20 years old, you know, RF guns or maybe old school wearables in some cases, or voice picking, for instance. Um, and each of these technologies, you know, they're a little bit older, you um, And in some cases, they take many minutes to do very basic functions, like shorting an item, for instance. So at Ox, we've created the world's first human-centered automation. Our tool is completely directed. So instead of manually planning tasks, it's all handled autonomously through artificial intelligence. It's also fully digital, removing every piece of paper and label that used to be a part of the process. And finally, we provide one single operator experience across Many modern devices, whether it's smart glasses, wrist horn scanners, ring scanners, smart watches, or even traditional mobile devices.
0: Wow, that's pretty cool. (laughs) So,
1: thanks, I think so too. But I'm, you know, I'm definitely biased.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it it sounds so easy, but I'm sure it's very complicated. (laughs) (laughs) But not not, really, you know.
1: Yeah, I, mean, hope I hope it's not too complicated. Our goal <laughs> is to make it a really, really simple for the operations teams to add new workflows, add new use cases. Yeah,
0: um, no, yeah. You know, so, I mean, the code totally behind crazy. it, like all the stuff behind it that made it like that. that so it's so simple and easy to use. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of systems, you know. And and that's actually the one thing that I've really learned um over the obviously I'm very early in my career um and have a lot to learn, you know, moving forward as well, but one of the big learnings that I've taken from this experience is there's a lot of infrastructure that's been built in the supply chain that is old right. and it's hard to rip out because it's running billions of dollars of revenue, you know, it's, I mean, it's kind of high stakes, right? So there's a lot of legacy infrastructure that's been built that's very hard to overcome for a lot of companies. And but but then it becomes a blocker, essentially, right? And and we even faced this at our company, you know, with tech debt, right? Like if, if you invest in a technology and it doesn't last, you know, because things will evolve, you know, that's just the nature of the world. And that's how we get better, and, you know. Um but you, sometimes that can be your, your greatest downfall as well. So we really pride ourselves on being able to generation skip for these large enterprises, um, their legacy technology.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah, I imagine any age group, any language, I mean, this one yeah. works with anything, which is really cool. Right. Let's get into the details a little bit, because you know I, when we implement these sort of things, we think about stuff like, what happens when I get to a slot that, doesn't have any any product in it waiting on a letdown or has the wrong product in it how does your uh, product handle that
1: yeah so in the past a lot of companies have somewhat uh random or you know maybe a little bit complicated exception handling so for instance we had a customer they have and you know large-scale business uh they're probably doing about two and a half billion dollars across these eight facilities, uh, about 200 operators across all of them. Um, and prior to using Ox, they had an exception process. And this might be familiar to quite a few, oper- you know, it's not too, too out of the ordinary. Um, where to short an item, you had to go back a couple screens, you know, so there might have been a couple button presses or, you know, uh, or in some case, you know, in a different instance, I've actually seen sometimes people would go to go find a manager at that time, you know, to to say like, hey, something's out. So that's like a really manual process, but sometimes they, they just might log it in a different way. But regardless, there's a lot of extra steps that are introduced when there's an exception. And so that was kind of the as a state in the 2B state with Ox, we were basically able to remove all of that, you know, cut it all out entirely. And so all they have to do is press a button. It indicates to the system that there is something wrong. There's an exception. And it's handled fully autonomously and, and basically goes back to the management directly so they don't have to stop what they're doing at all.
0: So th- it doesn't have the dependency to say, oh, you know, I'm stuck. It, it continues and moves on until that is resolved and then it can come back to it. Interesting.
1: And it re-optimizes them. Yeah. And, and it also, you know, one of the great things about um, what we call directed work is, you know, we can handle things with priority, you know, pretty well. So if there's a high priority task, for instance, in a zone, um, you know, we can direct users specifically to those tasks in particular. And then when they're less productive, we can pull them into a different task. So D box or cycle counting or, whatever use case it might be.
0: Yeah, so that kind of goes to the next question. Like it sounds like this this application, this tool also applies to indirect time. So like if if they're done picking, done selecting, done warehouse put away, they could move to an indirect time which is always hard to measure for um, operations facilities. So it sounds like your tool also handles that as well.
1: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We aim to be the single engagement layer for the frontline across any function.
0: Cool. And then tell us a little bit about the human learning curve of using your product. Um, you yeah. know, typically, I'm sure there's some kind of learning, but it's not very long. You had mentioned, can you talk a little bit about what you've been seeing from people, uh, you know, using your product?
1: Sure. Yeah. One of the things that's been really exciting, um, you know, one of our customers, uh, they had a really big issue with attrition. And so they were facing, and i Again, this is a challenge across supply chain. In fact, the uh, the Department of uh, Workforce Standards, I believe, they they state that about 60% of operators turn over every 12 months. So it's a high attrition role. Um, this particular company, they were facing 90% attrition over three months, which is quite significant and was a really big concern for them. So one of the value propositions that we're able to provide with Ox is a 15 minute training time. So in about 15 minutes, we're able to take someone who's completely untrained in fulfillment. And essentially we're providing a single interface that's as intuitive to use as, you know, Apple, like iOS, right? So it's, it's so easy to use that they're able to get up to speed and be as productive as a productive employee that's been there for, you know, six weeks in 15 minutes. Wow. So that's been really, really exciting yeah i mean and and it's been really exciting for the companies too because obviously we want to make sure that their workforce is engaged and empowered and has all the tools that they need to succeed on the first day
0: amazing that's cool and you know multiple languages i think you mentioned what several
1: yeah or
0: some different 73
1: yeah we support over 73 languages and dialects um in fact and, and that's anywhere from swahili to french Um, My first language that I learned to speak, you know, when I was a baby was a South Indian language called Kannada, and it's also supported on OX. So that's another great thing is if you have frontline operators who maybe are English as a second language, they can start working with their native language automatically as well.
0: well. That's really cool. Now let's let's get into the ROI because ROI is really important. Is there a a particular uh, size customer that this just makes a lot of sense for and maybe uh, a size that um, maybe doesn't make sense for?
1: Yeah, so we typically focus on the enterprise and mid-market of retail, grocery, third-party logistics, and supply chain companies. So um, generally doing billions of dollars in revenue in general, I would say even for us to consider mid-market I would say that they're at least doing probably like $10 billion in revenue. So that's maybe a little bit different than like what you traditionally consider mid-market, which is probably, you know, a hundred million to a billion roughly. So I would say bigger companies that typically have large volumes, uh, maybe are faced with challenges of attrition, uh, labor management, maybe either uh, capacity where they want to grow capacity. Um, so like for instance, one of our customers, they wanted to grow from, I think half a billion dollars to a billion dollars out of one of their facilities in about a year or two. And so we are able to kind of get them that increase in capacity quickly versus, you know, heavy infrastructure automation project might take many years and many millions of dollars of investment.
0: Yeah. I think the capital is really the the key to your product is you don't have to invest all that capital. Um, like you would uh, typically,
1: right. Yeah.
0: It's exactly Very interesting. Interesting. Cool. <laughs> wow. Well, I know you're a super busy person, and I appreciate you taking time to talk about your your company. And um, is there anything that you wanted to leave uh, with our listeners today? Anything else?
1: No, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to share our story and our vision for human centered automation with you, Wade. It was a great opportunity, and and I hope it was helpful. Um, and if there's anyone who wants to get in contact, I'd love to meet them. Um, my LinkedIn will be available, it sounds like. Um, but yeah, happy to connect. If, you know, If there's any other folks that you recommend I meet.
0: Well, it's fascinating. Keep doing what you're doing. And yes, I'm going to have your uh, website in the description. I'll have your LinkedIn profile. If anybody wants to reach out to Sheru, uh, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate thank
1: it. Thank you. I really appreciate it, Wade. Awesome. <laughs> have a great one. <laughs>
0: Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. Really appreciate your support. Wanted to let you know, www.supplychainthesecretsauce. sauce. It's where you can find all the podcasts as well as subscription-based supply chain consulting. We are supply chain rapid-scale experts at Supply Chain Secret Sauce. We repair, strengthen, and bulletproof supply chains for companies growing at an exponential pace. You can find us at www.supplychainsecretsauce.com. Again, thank you for tuning in. Have a great day.